everybody, welcome to Serving Up Some Comics. How are you doing today? Today we are finally back in the studio. How's it feel, Dave? Amazing. It's pretty good. I haven't seen you in person in like like a year and a half, yeah. Maybe like two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Before that, before that. Before that, about a year. Yeah. Like, we actually had to prep for this, so we met in person. But yeah, so it's been about a year. Brandon is the first time I'm actually getting to meet you. Yeah, yeah. My whole life we've been in quarantine, (laughs) apart from each other. (laughs) Yeah, so I've met you in quarantine, everything like that. You're a fan of the show. I'm very happy to have you and everything like that. No, thank you Uh, for having me. Yeah, and today we're going to have a couple of, you know, discussions. You know, mainly, new series came out, and, you know. Cheers, fellas. We're all enjoying this. Here's to being back in the studio. Yeah, we're enjoying ourselves being back in the studio. Yeah, so, well, thanks for joining us today. Jason. Thanks for being in. Uh, but Thanks the first thing I wanted to talk about was Black Widow released this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, technically. Yeah, it's, it's been it? a while. I loved it. You loved it? Loved it. Well, you Solid A minus. Yeah, I was um, I was actually really enjoying Black Widow. I saw it. Um, I renewed my A-list, the MCA list. So, Hell yeah. Like, you know, because it's like everyone's like, oh, you saw it? I'm like, yeah, it's like I paid $25 a month. So it's like I might as well go see it. But, like, going into it, like, um, I felt – um a little like like mar like i was deprived of a marvel movie and this one you know really fulfilled that need um i thought it was a pretty solid one it did feel like it needed to be in like phase two or three maybe maybe phase three probably phase two to be honest i feel like it's out of place inside of this new phase where they're dealing with a lot of like time travel and stuff like that and everything else and then all of a sudden they're just like oh by the way there's a spy movie with black widow they're yeah. like just like sneaking in here, yeah. In between like all this like Loki and like WandaVision stuff, and like mm-hmm. the MCU is getting a little weird. And then they went getting, like, oh, getting know, yeah with the uh, all the Disney Plus shows, with all the Disney Plus shows and uh, everything else. But and it, it felt like this one was meant to like ground us mm-hmm. to kind of go like let's bring it back to like the old MCU, right? Let's, let's let's make sure that it's not super weird. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the movie too, but the only thing is that I I I, I was not as impressed. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. But I was really hoping for uh, like a quasi Bond movie. Huh. Like, oh, so that's the thing I was gonna bring up to you. I feel like my main critique of this movie, like it's really trying hard to be Daniel Craig. Yes. But it's Roger Moore, and there's nothing wrong with Roger Moore's Bond, which you know you're a big Bond fan. Your brother. Well, I mean, is. once you start getting into like nineteen sixty-five. Yeah. Like the early Roger Moore, because it yeah. like it tries really hard to be serious, but kind of the. Like, the MacGuffins and mm-hmm. stuff. It's, like, magic, uh, like, gas, almost. And it's, like, that's, yeah. like, straight out of a Roger Moore movie, right, in my right, opinion. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I always enjoyed the Roger Moore movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really good. The early stuff is really awesome. Once you start getting into, like, his later work, because Roger Moore was really all the way up until, like, I think the 60s. Yeah, he was pretty old. He, he was pretty old when he came. And I always loved making fun of those movies because, like, I thought I really loved them. And when you start watching them, I'm like, oh, man, get this guy a uh, P card, man. Why is he doing this? He should be going to a bed and breakfast, man. (laughs) (laughs) What is up with this? Like, let Bond retire. (laughs) He's in his 60s. Or he's, like, hitting on, like, 20-year-old women. And just like, yeah. yeah. And And it's like, that gets creepy. And then Dalton's, like, significantly younger. Yeah, and then when Dalton comes in, he's only in it for, like, one movie. No, two. Or two movies, that's right. And then he comes in, and, like, he's, like... All the way back to his thirties. Yeah, like they, a, they literally cut it in half. Yeah, but did sure. you did you feel like that, Brandon? Like 
with Roger Moore. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, with Roger Moore, when I saw him for the first time, I was like, why is James Bond so old? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. About Black Widow being a Bond film. Yeah, like, how did, how did it compare to, like, uh, other spy movies? Well, I, I loved how, like, in the beginning, she's watching James Bond. Yeah. And, like, she has her yeah, own she's version of... She's um, watching Moonraker. Moonraker. Yeah. 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 And this is, like, a Moonraker James Bond, how it... Has the thing in the sky at the end. Yeah, fortress in the sky and everything else. Uh, but my thing is, what I was, what, the reason why I was saying I wish there was more Bondy, was because I was kind of hoping that they were going to go the Kingsman route, where it's an action, it's an action film. There is a little bit of comedy, but it does have those quasi, you know, spy tropes. Yeah. And everything else. Uh, unfortunately, because I, I was hoping it was going to be like a, like a world traveling expedition. Oh. Uh, you know, okay. Yeah. You know, she was going to have like there was going to be a. Twist on a twist on a twist, you know. There was you, one or two twists, there, there was one but or like two, not, yeah. But, but not like to like the point of like, yeah. oh, oh, that's like awesome or anything yeah. like that. But, but even, yeah, I th- I thought it was pretty solid. It, it was it was a good movie. And mm. I think that, but that's my own that's my own personal like. Yeah, I, that's what I'm hoping this movie is. I have a question for you because we're emerging back into the world after COVID. Do you guys? We feel, are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm vaccinated. You're all vaccinated. Uh, we might be going back into quarantine. Oh. We'll see. Uh, um, did the knock on wood? Knock no. on wood. Uh, did the COVID pause? Do you think it hurt or helped the movie? Because this was supposed to come out May twenty twenty, right? Correct. For me, it helped it. It helped it. Okay. I, I think having that nice break away from the MCU made yeah. me more hungry for movies. Even though this, I my expectations were like in the middle on this. I'm like, ah, this will be fun. Like, I'm I'm sad she's dead, and like I know that we're not gonna get any more after this. So yeah. my expectations I, were like, this will be fun. Yeah. My expectations were like Solo, a Star Wars story. Right, right. And this gave me what Solo did not give me. Oh, or like Solo. Where, I re- where we revisit a character who's dead in their prime having fun. And now I want more movies of the characters I introduced. Like Florence Pugh as the Elena, that's one of the best casting decisions. Yeah, she was made. great. As, uh, she was phenomenal. I guess she's the second Black Widow. I don't know. The White Widow. Yeah. No, well, in the comics, she's just like Black Widow, too. Sometimes yeah. she's White Widow. She's White Widow? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so Correct me if I'm wrong. Were you guys having any, like, Marvel fatigue? Fatigue after Spider-Man Far From Home, because that was the last Marvel movie released. You know what? Not really. I, I, I haven't really had that Marvel fatigue just because mm-hmm. we've had Disney. We've had these Disney Plus That's shows. right, yeah. And the Disney Plus shows have kind of been, like, scratching that itch for like Marvel movies and actually they've been doing a really good job uh, just because it's it's television you know instead of having a two hour thing now you have a seven hour thing a ten hour thing and it's once a week yeah and it's once a week so you get like so you're getting a lot more information and it's expand instead of spanning like you know I sit down in the movie theater I watch it for two hours now it's like cool I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna binge for six hours <laughs> and everything else yeah because I, I know that when WandaVision came out my brother hadn't caught up to the season finale Mm-hmm. And then the night before, he, he was like, all right, I'll watch like two episodes. You know, I'll catch up. Yeah. And he... He watched the whole thing? Dude, he watched the whole thing. He was like, it's 4 a.m. Wow. He was like, it's 4 a.m. the way through. So I'm you like, see him the next morning, you're like... Because <laughs> 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 we started at like 10, it was like 4 a.m. by the time he ended. And he's like, I have two episodes left in this 4 a.m. What do I do? And I'm like... Me a fish. I finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you've already, you're already in it. Just I'm do it. I'm already in. I'm, yeah. I'm already, I'm already, so, put, I'm already, like, you know, I'm yeah. already drank it. I'm done. And I'll drink Kool Aid. So I guess, yeah, you got, you didn't have it, Brandon. Were you having any fatigue? Like, just in particular, like the movies. I will say, after oh. Endgame, like, that 
rocked my world so much, and like, yeah. I'm, I'm representing it right now. Oh, yeah, that's one of my shirt, favorite man. movies ever. So I yeah. said that one. I was like, you know what? I'd be okay if they stopped. If they stopped? I'd be okay if like we never got any. So all this stuff we're getting now, for me, is just extra credit. And yeah. like extra... Oh, like I'm at a buffet. It's like you can get more if you want. I'm like, yeah. I'll take more. And the more they're giving me, I'm like, I'm enjoying this. Like yeah. I would have liked a break after Spider Man. Yeah, because I think if or no, Far like before Spider Man. Oh Far yeah, from home. like like in the middle yeah. between those. Nice, they, nice little they didn't space that out because that felt really like a yeah. little too, like because that was came out in July. Yeah, Christmas. if that, that came out in like November, yeah, November, that would have been like, better. Like half a year, because that because it, it's almost like it's supposed to be this gap in between Endgame and Far From Home. Like it's maybe six months, and like it's like it feels like immediately after. Because also Endgame was probably still in theaters in July. People were still seeing it. For yeah. Like, 26 times. Yeah, this is, this yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there were trailers for Far From Home saying Iron Man's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh shit. You know, don't they, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really interesting too because whenever you see that trailer it, they always they waited two weeks. I noticed. Yeah. They did. They released that trailer and I was just like okay everybody, everybody should have seen it. I remember and being in the theater for like the third time I saw Endgame and they played the Tom Hong clip before the trailer, like if you haven't seen Endgame, please don't watch this film. Go oh, watch yeah. this trailer. I, I and people in the theater were walking out, like yeah. I haven't seen this movie yet. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, I was gonna say that, um, like it, it was just, it just felt like because I, I wasn't a big fan for Far From Home, but I think, and you know, just on the movie itself, but like Far From Home just made me feel like okay, like maybe I need a break. Um, regardless if I like the movie, I'm like you know, there's like three Marvel movies this year, and I loved all of them, but it's like. I felt like a little, like, maybe if, like, they space it out a little more, that's what I kind of felt. That was my main takeaway, but I feel like, you know, like, unintentionally, COVID was, like, the best thing to happen to Marvel. Just kind Damn. of, like, that break. No, because it's, like, <laughs> it just created, like, you know, it's, like, you don't, a break, but it's also, like, you don't miss things until they're gone. You know, you're, like, oh, I love those movies. Like, what was I thinking? That's true. You don't appreciate kind of like something that. until yeah. someone takes it away. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, uh, honestly, going, going into that, how did you guys enjoy the movie? Did okay. You guys, did you guys go to the theater? Or did you I, watch it yeah. Theater. I saw it in the theater. I watched it on Disney Plus. Okay. I watched it. On oh, Disney you have you didn't really? see it in the theater? I did not watch it. I don't. Wow. Because I needed to watch it. Uh, I needed to watch it to do a review somewhere else. So okay. I actually had to, I picked it up on Disney Plus as I was taking like a, a trip to San Diego. So I was in the back of a car cuddled over by. Oh my, oh my gosh. How was that? How was that experience? Uh, you know what? It That's was, a note for me, dog. You know what was funny? Because we, we ended up hitting traffic and everything else. So by the time I finished, uh, which as soon as I finished Black Widow, I then started watching Bad Batch. And then by the time I was done, we were we, we arrived, and I was like, oh cool. Okay. So I was so I was done. Uh, Disney Plus has a, a plus. The way of the way Kevin Feige. This is a good commercial for Disney Plus. You know, they make the car rides awesome. It's on your phone the way Kevin Feige intended it to be. Yeah. yeah. The way Christopher yeah. Nolan intended it to yeah. be. Well, um, the, the thing is that I noticed I I I enjoyed the movie, but I do feel like when it's it was weird watching a Marvel movie for the first time. On your phone. phone. On your phone. Yeah. That was weird. 
Yeah. For the first time watching it, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I've done it before when I've, like, rewatched. You know, yeah. I, went to this, I, I watched Guardians on my phone once. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's the entry. Yeah, when I was at track meets in high school, I'd watch the first Avengers on my iPod before <laughs> having to run because right, right, it pumped right. me up. Like, I'm ready. I thought it was really interesting because also I, I was unsure of when I, li- of when I watched the movie if the movie would have hit more for me if I was watching it with an audience. I think so. Because for me, when I was watching it, I was stuck with my own personal thoughts. Okay. So I was kind yeah. of like, I was watching it, and I was like, mm, I don't know if that works. And then, yeah. like, like, oh, that joke's kind of funny. I don't know if it hits though. And but like, when you when you're in an audience, you actually get that vibe of like, oh yeah, that totally hits. Like that's yeah. that's a fun joke. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I thought it was really a really good experience watching it with like other people and you know seeing people like just react to the jokes like the pose. Like oh the my joke God. about like posing, so like funny. people are cracking up, and it, it's just it's nice to be back around like other people. I guess and laughing in the and yeah. cheering. The, so the, I, the, I would recommend the, the sad part is that it didn't it didn't really it didn't really gain like the masses without breaking the fourth wall. Fourth wall? I mean, yeah, it's yeah, a little bit. They don't look at the camera. Yeah, it's not like you pose all the time. <laughs> like it is like a little like it's, 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 it's a little, little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit of a fourth wall. But I mean, because I was complaining about it in Fast Nine. Oh, okay. I, I was complaining about, like... Oh, and Tyrese is like, I can't believe we're not dead. <laughs> yeah, like, that oh, we're basically immortal and yeah. stuff like that. And he's basically just, he's, he's explaining plot armor. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, he did, like, a ten-minute explanation of plot armor. Yeah, but, like... And then, uh, you're crazy, man. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> and then a demonstration. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That's, uh, uh, that's another interesting movie. Yeah. But, I mean... <laughs> yeah. So, have you guys gotten a chance to actually go see it? I mean, or would you watch it again on Disney Plus? Like when, um, it comes out? when it comes out, eventually, yeah. Because uh, I saw it like twice now. I use my my dad's account, oh, okay. and like he he paid for he it, paid for so it. I'll watch it again okay. on Disney Plus. But watching it in the theater, I highly recommend it. Yeah. I saw it on IMAX, and oh, nice. I remember that when the trailer came out, watching the it on YouTube, and the when everything's falling from the sky, and she's kind of flying. I'm like, this looks stupid, and then but watching it on IMAX, and like this is. Awesome. Yeah. See, and I, the I, movies I, are back. <laughs> I feel that. I do feel that because I remember watching it on my phone and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. But I can see like having that giant screen in front of you. Yes. Everything's kind of like the sound, the boom, and everything like that. I could imagine that being just insane. Just yeah. Being like this is like I'm I'm so in. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna mention uh, just going to the movie. Like, what do you guys think of the new characters? I know we talked about Black Widow two, which mm-hmm. is Moana. Um, do you guys like Red Guardian or uh, Taskmaster? I actually really enjoyed uh, Red Guardian. Yeah, Red Guardian. Too. Yeah, like I think Red Guardian would be like one of those, uh, like really um, kind of boring critiques of Marvel. It's like, oh, he's too comedic, but like he has like a lot of tragic tragedy to to him. Um, that character because he was in jail for like what, like twenty years. Yeah. He's just like you know a drunk, like no, not drunk. Just making up stories. Yeah, he's like a deluded Captain America. And I thought that was really interesting. David Harbour well, played him pretty well. David, David Harbour played him really interesting, though, because he played him as, you know, I could have been like Captain yeah. America. You know, I, Captain America is this revered, you know, uh, you know, super soldier that's in the United States. I was, I thought I was going to do that for, you know, Russia and for, you know, the Soviet Union. And they basically just got dabbed out. I mean, they, 
Yeah, if yeah, he's that high school quarterback who never was as good. Yeah, right. he kind of like got yeah. like sold out by his country. I was gonna say a little similar to Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, well, and not to the same. Super soldiers, yeah, but country not, not, for sure. Not, not, not everything's the same on that one, but yeah, you know, like, yeah. but they, 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 they do have some similarities. Yeah, to it, but I also really enjoyed their Guardians just because I do want to see him interact with Rick. Yeah, with or Falcon, Cap. yeah. With Yo, Cap, yeah. Because I think that would be, that'd be cool. hilarious. Of like him, him and Bucky, too. That'd like be cool. Him and Bucky yeah. would be really interesting, but also just in general, like him like meeting Falcon, him just being like all, did Steve talk about you? Yeah. And then, like, like, just no. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, never mentioned him. I like the scene where uh, he, like the his conversation with Black Widow is like after not seeing him for 20 years. She's, he's like, did Captain America mention it? He's like, he doesn't yeah. even know who you are. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. Yeah. What about um, yeah? What about Taskmaster? Because that was kind of a big reveal. I guess spoilers at this point. Yeah. Listeners haven't watched it. I don't know why. For me, uh, I thought going into it, Rachel Vice was going to be Taskmaster. Mm. Right, right. Even like yeah. in the beginning when they're taking her away and she's hurt, I'm like, oh, they're yeah, they're going to brainwash her and turn her into Taskmaster. And every time, like, she wasn't showing up all the time, like, yep, that's Rachel Vice, that's Rachel Vice. So I was already ready for her, to, for Taskmaster to be someone else. And then when Rachel Vice is good, she was like, oh, okay, how are they going to do this then? And when it was revealed, I did not expect that. that. And, it was, daughter. and it was yeah. scary to me, like, her eyes and mm-hmm. how and dead she's played by she a, was. she's played by a Bond girl, which was... Yeah, the Quantum of Solace girl, um, yeah. Um, Lincoln on her name. She's a really good actor. From uh, Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Uh, Olga, o- Olga Kornenko. Something like that. Probably, I'm going to butcher her name, but I apologize. But um, I actually really enjoyed that because I liked the concept of mm-hmm. Taskmaster. Me I liked, too. I liked the idea that it was a suit. Yes. That it wasn't just like, this is the only person. Because mm-hmm. I thought it led up to some really interesting ideas. Of mm-hmm. like, what happens if, you know, she doesn't have the suit anymore. What happens if it gets given to somebody else? Yeah. Somebody gets their hands on Taskmaster technology. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to get that? I, I hope so. Because Me too. I, honestly, gonna... I think that would be hilarious if, like, Justin Hammer gets the Taskmaster. Yeah. Yo. Like, yeah. armor. We, then, we've seen Hammer back. And, like, we've yeah, seen Hammer the back. Short film. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why not? Like That would be awesome. Think about, just think about it. Just him, like, removing his mask, getting, like, the dance and everything like that. He's yeah. got the Taskmaster. That'd be pretty fire. He's Taskmaster and he's just beating up the Avengers. Yes. Well, I was going like, to say, sick. We'll, talk ab- <laughs> we'll talk about it in the next point, but, like, Thunderbolts are, we could, yeah, thing. Because um, I was going to say, for Taskmaster, I think the reveal really worked because if all of Black Widow's, like, all her, like, almost like her sins, thematically, like, it, it comes to roost as this, like, one character who, she, you know, she killed this, like, girl, or she almost led to this girl's death, and mm-hmm. it comes back to haunt her, literally, like, and that was kind of the, the themes of the film, like, you know, going back to Avengers, the first one where she's talking about read, it, read in her ledger, mm-hmm. things like that, and it's like... Loki actually mentions yeah. Dreykov's daughter. Mm-hmm. He do- yeah. yeah, that's right. Avengers, he, he does. does. He, ma- he mentions Dreykov's daughter, and, the, and since then, everybody's like, who the heck is Dreykov? And what happened with his daughter? Exactly. And everything else. And it finally mm. explained what happened there. Yeah. It was, it was an interesting, it was good news. It yeah. Was, it was a good thing. Because I was going to say, you know, also in the comics, like, I like the character of Taskmaster. Like, he has a cool costume. But, like, because I don't know, you'll probably have some Marvel purists say, like, oh, he wasn't, you know. They he changed, wasn't this guy, yeah. He wasn't this guy. But, like, in the comics, like, his a secret identity isn't really important, like, I, I, I just arbitrarily know who is, like, it's like Tony Masters is a secret identity, 
and I can't think of like any like reveal of him without the mask. I think without the without the mask, he just looks like some random bald guy. Yeah. Yeah, like artists have drawn him like that, and like really like the secret identity aspect of Taskmaster was it, it's not really important, mm-hmm. and I don't think like people should hold that against the movie because it's like. You know, it's like the Mandarin reveal where it's like, you know, you have to update or adapt some of these characters because they just don't work on screen. So, yeah, yeah, I I didn't, I felt like that critique was a little... Well, my thing is that for the Taskmaster reveal, Mm -hmm. like I said, I enjoyed the fact that it was a sequel. Yeah, Because it leads to a lot of different things you can do later on in the future. You know, you can do a bunch of different, you know, ideas, you can mix it up, you can get the Taskmaster suits, you can become Taskmaster, everything like that. I really don't feel like Taskmaster being a woman or the villain being someone who's like drawn that uh, is sort of like important. Because Taskmaster isn't to look at. It's Taskmaster is like an old body body count. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. In the comic books. He's, in not, the comics, he's, yeah. not a, he's not a big bad. No. No, he's like, you know, he's like a, he's really crafty, but he's like an underling of like people. People hired him. Yeah, like hired him, like, I don't know, like Norman Osborn or... Um, you know, like Avengers villains. He's like he's like Deadshot. Deadshot, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Or like Slade Wilson or anything like that. Yeah, he's a little bit like Deathstroke. I don't know which character came out first. Yeah, he's a little bit like Deathstroke and everything else. But it's one of those things of like, you're more of a merc that the big bad hires to deal with your heroes. Exactly. So you'll show up, but you'll never have like an ultimately giant suit. Definitely. Or anything like that. And I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, be more Taskmaster because he also pops up in like video games. Like he's in the Spider-Man PS4. He's in oh the, really? Yeah, he's in it. Oh, that's cool. He's in the bad Square. Um, he's in the bad uh, Marvel Avengers game. Oh, the one with their stunt doubles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so hopefully, see more Taskmaster. Do you think the guy who played her version of Q? I forgot the actor's name. Uh, but the guy who was hooking her up with all the stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I think he's Olga or something. Do you think yeah. he's going to be Taskmaster? Because someone told hmm. me a rumor that he was supposed to be Taskmaster initially. Um, I think that would hmm. be interesting. Um, yeah. That's another thing which I, I, I kind of thought it was, kind of didn't like, and everything like that. Like, I did want that, that Q scene from the 007 movie where he breaks down the gadgets. Yeah. He was just kind of the guy hooking her up. Yeah, he was yeah. more like, uh, like what's the? He's more like a like a field agent or like, um, like what's M's number two guy in Bond? It's the uh, like an intern. Yeah, an intern. <laughs> no, but there was uh, <laughs> yeah. what he what what he really was is he was you've had this hot friend who you're doing all this favors oh, okay. for. You're like you're really he's, trying to he's hook up with her. He's the male version of Money Penny. Uh, yes. Like a little bit. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll but, give you that one. But I was really hoping that like he was gonna give her like a box and then like open it up and then be like, oh, here are your gadgets, and then like show her like new stuff, like new like new armor, new everything like that, and like what it does so that way as the movie, because that's always a fun thing inside of a Bond movie, of he gets the gadgets and then you don't really know how they'll become useful. Yeah. And everything like that, like a lot of it just kind of sounds like, well, that's a lot of random stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, why, why would I need a, a, a why would I need like a pin that becomes a flamethrower? Yeah. Then, like, why would I need these gloves that only work for me? Right, <laughs> and everything like that. And then what, throughout the movie, you see the gadget saving his life. Or yeah, like it, like it really got him out of a pinch and everything like that. And it's like, oh yeah, that's awesome. I love seeing how that gadget's worked out and everything yeah. else. Yeah. So you didn't really get that in this movie, but once again, maybe we'll get that in future movies. Yeah, definitely. She's dead. 
Yeah, well, with, with, with Florence Pugh, with Yelena. Yeah, so I guess for our last point of discussion before we wrap up on Black Widow, going off of that, what did you think of uh, the end credits with uh, Valentina? So, Man. I, so I talked about this when I went, when I went into uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And I, from because Black Widow is technically the fifth foreign. Yes, yeah. China, I read that. I, I, yeah. When you meet... When you meet uh, was it when you meet Val? Valentina. Yeah, when you meet Val inside of Black, inside of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it kind of felt like you were supposed to know who. Val yeah, was. it kind of like did. You, like you've been introduced to this person. Before. She just walks in and people she just kind of walks into frame, Walton. and then she just goes like, "Hi, my name's Val," and she immediately just kind of starts going like riffing, and it's in your head. You're kind of going like, "Should I know who the fuck this is? Mm-hmm. Like, should I know who this also, is?" Also, Walker's is wife. Is Louis Dreyfus? Also, yeah. What are you also, doing? <laughs> John Walker's wife, like, she talks to her, but like, she doesn't like acknowledge her. Like, it's right? weird. Yeah, and it, 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 it's really it's really awkward. But the thing is that immediately when I saw that, I was very I, I even said I go I'm almost positive she's in Black Widow. Like she's, she's interesting. She's there and she has to you know, yeah. Like she she gets introduced somehow in Black Widow, and then that was supposed to be like this thing where it's like that that's how you hook Black Widow and Falcon and the Winter mm. Soldier together. Interesting. Because you have this overlining character, and you can see her kind of building like her own Thunderbolt. Oh yeah. For sure, and she's very much recruited because it, so yeah. far it looks like she has a Captain America. She has a Captain. She has Black Widow. Yeah, she needs and a Hawkeye. She she uh, she, she needs, needs a Hawkeye. Hawkeye which she needs an Iron Man. An Iron Man. Yeah, an Justin Iron Hammer. Man. I'm hoping it's Justin Hammer because I think or, it's, yeah. of Could the be. Bond villains, Justin Hammer is the only one alive. Out of the Iron Man villains. Out of the Iron yeah, Man yeah. villains, because Tony Stark just kind of wipes his villains. He just mm-hmm. goes like, and yeah. she needs a Hulk. <laughs> Needs a whole combination. Yeah, who we're seeing in Shang-Chi. And in in She-Hulk. Tim Roth is confirmed for She-Hulk. So... Honestly, I think if you're going to get a Thor, get Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill. (laughs) Yo! I'm down. If you're really going to get a... If you're going to go for Thor and everything else, go go Beta Ray... Or Throg. Throg, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was Um, actually really interesting. Yeah. Cameo. But I think that that would be kind of interesting if the... If the Thunderbolts team is kind of like a reflection of the original Avengers team. Yeah, I I'm with you. I don't want because I'm now I care about the Hawkeye show. Now I'm so invested. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be freaking awesome. I hope it's not like immediate when she first encounters Hawkeye and is trying she's trying to kill him. I hope it's not immediate. Like, no, she sacrificed herself. I didn't kill her. Yeah. I and it's not. I hope it's not that quick of a right. I, I actually, oh, I I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I actually thought it was an interesting if because what I I actually did want is I wanted. Uh, Hawkeye mm. not knowing who she is, and she's yeah. just like a an emotionless. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, and like the, and like him and his daughter are forced to go on the run. Oh, Kate Pretend, Bishop. Yeah, Kate Bishop, and it kind of goes like we're forced to go on the run to get away from this like this blow. This yeah, and then that's what kind of leads to this thing of like Hawkeye using his old contacts, everything like that, and you know, uh, Elena is you know she's also a super spy, so yeah. she would kind of know the same things, and that's and it's just like this like. I'm on you. Like, I will get you. I'm going to, like, I'm going to get you. Yeah. And eventually, like, episode five. Episode five or six. Yeah, have the reveal that it's Elena. And then you go, like, oh. And then Hawkeye and her have this, like, like emotional kind of, like, I, like, I tried to kill myself. <laughs> I, I very much tried to kill myself. And I wish it was me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it, it's really leaving Hawkeye in a really interesting place. Because I think... Um, now that, that show is like a show. Actually, no, I, I kind of wanted to see it just because I like Kate Bishop a lot. I think Hailey Stanfield. Yeah, yeah. Hailey Stanfield. 
she's Hayley great. Stein, yeah. Um, I think that was a really brilliant casting as uh, Kate Bishop because like she's a really good actress like in Bumblebee. Um, True Grit. Yeah, True Grit. Yeah, yeah. So and I love that character. So I was already interested in Hawkeye to begin with. I think Jeremy Renner Hawkeye is kind of like yeah. Like he's not well like he's the not, Matt Fraction Hawkeye yeah, series. He's not is, a, yeah, kiss kiss, but he's Jeremy, not like, he's not funny. He he's not have, like as like engaging. He as doesn't that have person. the John McClane yeah. funny thing where like he's about to land on glass and he's like, "Oh, this is gonna hurt." Yeah, he should and be more done. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, I, I am hoping though because Jeremy Renner does have the ability to kick your butt. He does. Yeah, he like, does. Yeah, just, Mission Impossible Four. He's funny. Yeah, yeah. look, look at that app he created. <laughs> That was well, funny. <laughs> the Jeremy, oh, I forgot about that. The Jeremy Renner app. But yeah. also, uh, what was it? Like, you got to invest in that. Tag. Uh, yeah, I saw Tag. Like, Tag, he's super funny. Yeah, Tag was You know what? Super, I take that back. You're, I'm sorry, Jeremy Renner. You're right. He was my favorite part in Tag. Exactly. Yeah. He, was yeah. the favorite, he was my favorite part in Tag, too. I, so he has these moments of, like, yes, he can be funny. I just feel like, unfortunately, they haven't really written him like that. Yeah, I just... Because like, in yes. the layout, look at the first Avengers, he's just Even in brainwashed. Thor, he's just like a... Age of Ultron, he's kind of Yeah, in Age of Ultron, he's better. He has like a family. They give him dads. I think in Endgame, is probably the best version, but that's not really saying Me too. Yeah, but I mean, in general, no I think way. that they... <laughs> I, but I think like in the in this TV show, it will really give a lot to his own personality. Yeah. Because even in... Even in uh, what was it? In Avengers, when he first kind of like gets really introduced to Hawkeye, he, he does have some quips of like, uh, what was it like, oh yeah, like it feels like Budapest all over again. He goes, right. Me and you remember Budapest very differently. Yeah. Do you guys want a Budapest movie? I well, don't. we kind of already did. They showed us enough. They so. showed, yeah, yeah, I'm they with you. Show, it's yeah. like a movie about the castle run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to explain everything. You know, you know what I wouldn't mind though? I wouldn't mind if it was like an animated thing. Oh, there you go. Like, a, like an animated a what show. if? Like a what if yeah. or something like that. That'd be cool. Like we'll see. Like an animated like you know, yeah. episode or something where it was just like, oh yeah, like the legend, like the like legends of the Marvel universe, and like, right? You know, you have like this like this animated uh, episode, forty five minutes of villains in Budapest. Yeah, definitely. That would be that would be kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we'll check out the Hawkeye show then. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're all going to check it out. No, but I'm checking out all their shows. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I have that Disney Plus account. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back for Batman the Animated Series Rewind. So we're back. Um, Brandon Swafford, um, our guest again. Good to have you again. Thank you for having me. And uh, we were going to talk Batman the Animated Series, but a fun activity we had for anyone watching on YouTube. Um, if you're watching on, you know, if you're listening, well, we'll just describe what's happening. But Brandon is uh, going to do some sketches for us because he is a pretty talented artist. Thank you. As we're talking about Batman. So that's uh, another reason to check out our YouTube. But. Yes. Yeah. So Stop we'll, listening to this and watch it instead. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now we're going we're gonna to see how, how good Brandon's multitasking is because we're going to also talk to him about Batman while he draws Batman. Yeah. Or I can just listen to you guys. I'm having a good time listening to you guys. Oh, God. Oh, All right. So. Yeah. Uh, getting into it. So we've been, we've been rewatching Batman yeah i've been enjoying it how about you i've been really loving the first season like i i remember kind of mixed things from the first season because i watched it as a kid and i have like vague memories but it really holds up like i i just like i'm astounded that this was a kid show airing on like fox kids and they have like like storylines about like drugs and like uh like addiction or like like jokers like Probably legit murdering people. Like, how did this get past the censor? Or child abduction. Child abduction. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Child, I guess just straight um, up child abduction. that goes for the episode "Be a Clown," which were yeah, the first one we rewatched. Get, getting into "Be a Clown," where uh, Mayor Hill 
has a party for his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clown that comes is actually the Joker dressed mm-hmm. up. Uh, I loved that because it, it kind of it very much looked like Cesar Rivero's Joker from the nineteen sixties. Uh, the outfit that you know they have Mark Hamill kind of wearing and everything like that it looks very interesting. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was so weird but also fascinating to see the joker just trying to take someone under his wing Mm -hmm. and turn them crazy like have his own robin at this point we haven't seen robin yet huh we haven't seen we haven't seen him okay robin doesn't really show up until the end of season one beginning of season two yeah because he just kind of shows up they're like oh yeah he was around i guess for robin yeah for robin because they mention him right no no which are they they have the whole uh, like zuko thing yeah, but they have Robin's Reckoning, which is like a flashback, but... He... Yeah, but it's like, uh, what was it? It's like the Flying Graysons mm. or something like that. Like, that's the that's, okay. their, that's their episode where, Zu- where Zuko actually killed yeah. the Flying Graysons. So I guess we'll, we'll get to that when we get yeah, to that episode. Yeah, when we get to it. Because like, that's what introduces yeah. Robin. But um, this episode, like, I think it was pretty interesting in, like, it's like what children perceive Batman as in Gotham. Right. Because, you know, if I don't know about you, but if I was a kid and there was, like, a like a guy in a fucking bat costume um, protecting the city. I, I would think that would be pretty cool, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be amazing. Uh, I thought it was interesting, though, because they, they, this isn't the first time that they've done this idea. Because the, which are, in, they did this, and they also did it in uh, Gotham's Night. Which are, in Go- Gotham, Gotham Nights. Nights. Oh, yeah. That, in Gotham Nights, yeah. it's also a thing where it's four kids telling a story about Batman. Yeah. It's like four different stories, and it's their four different right. versions of what Batman is. That's a good episode. Yeah. And I in the it's really interesting inside of that where they do it, but also it's really interesting to see live of this kid kind of like really excited about Batman and not too sure about the Joker, and the Joker like trying to sell himself. Yeah, I'm like yeah. this is why I'm cool. Well, like <laughs> the kids should know if you saw it. Clowns are weird. Clowns like yeah, clown, I hate clowns. I hate clowns. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I never like them. Never thought they were funny. Yeah. I mean, they're only they're, it's only good when they're when they're getting hit by a bull, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but it's really interesting to kind of have this thing and to kind of have this like interesting dynamic between Joker and Batman. You're going in and Joker, and you can see that Joker just enjoys doing stuff to piss Batman off. Yeah. Oh yeah. I sure. like I like. Why did you do this? Because I knew it'd make you upset. Like mm-hmm. I, I I knew you'd come to like save this child. I know you're just trying to annoy me. Why are you doing this? Yeah. yeah. Like I know you're insane, but why are we doing this? Right. And everything else. What do you think about? Uh, what, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think of that? I I loved it. Um, I haven't watched the show in years. Years, right? okay. Yeah, and like I in college, when I was giving the first exam, there was one person who was obsessed with the show, and okay. it was really good for me. Like, <laughs> he would just not stop a, talking about how all a, of his drawings were Bruce Tim like, and I'm like, I, I'm I'm tired of it now. I hate it. I hate Batman. I was hate was it like? Um, was it Bruce Tim like the early style like? The night when before the relaunch because there's a new Batman anime adventures or which style? Oh, was like it? it was just the heart, basically the show. Oh, like okay. Everything about it was Bruce Tim style. Yeah, like, I like his style. I, I like, like his yeah. style. It just it ruined it for me because that's okay. all he drew and that's all he would talk about. I was like, stop, enough, enough. Just, start just, watching this man, but you know, because <laughs> I'm just not being gonna, real. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. When he got into the new Batman, the the new adventures of Batman, he Robin, changes his style. He changes his style a lot, and I didn't like it. I don't. You I didn't don't, like. Well, I, I didn't like. I, don't like, I, I don't like the Joker's redesigns, but I like the redesigns of like Bane, his Batgirl, yeah. Scarecrow is like Scarecrow the the, the new. There's a couple designs I don't like. I don't like how Bruce Wayne looks fat. In oh, he looks bulky, he, right? No, when he wears a suit, he looks fat. He looks oh. like Kevin James. Oh, like, okay. His, 
his thighs and his yeah. his pants are a bit you know out. I, I actually, I, I think that would be hilarious if Bruce Timm even said, like, oh, I, I pat, which uh, the way I drew it is I patted Bruce Wayne's, like, pants. So that way he looks fatter than he Yeah, is. maybe it's because so they designed way. so that no one expects him to dress up as a bat. Yeah, it's like, oh, this guy can't be Batman. He can't yeah. even get off the couch. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> and that, that kid in the episode, he looks like a, uh, just a short man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's interesting, the early seasons, like, their art designs, because, excuse me, the art, or the character design, because, like, the penguin, they just kind of copied the Danny DeVito penguin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really interesting, and, you know, it's really cool to get your perspective, Brandon, as, like, an animator and someone that, you know, Thank draws, you. so. But no, it's, yeah. it's an awesome show, and that, um, that scene at the end of the amusement park, that's an mm-hmm. awesome action scene. That's, that's a that's yeah. Good they have some, any movie. They have some great sequences of like action or just like, you know, dynamics between the characters. Like Batman and Joker's this episode really illustrates it because he's just yeah, yeah he's just so tired of the Joker shit. Yeah, what yeah. well, would you be? Yeah, yeah I kind of would. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it's it's the Mark Hamill Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I, I would get tired of him quick. Um, but also, I really thought it was interesting too because it did kind of give me uh, this. A, a milder tone of a killing joke. Yeah. It's a, it's like a milder killing joke where like it's like... Like a G-rated one? Like, kind of like a G, like, a, like a, a killing joke that without we could tell the, the kids. Without the balcony scene or the... Without the, the balcony scene, scene. Without, without, you know, a Joker, you know, maybe doing, you know, foul things to Barbara Gordon. Yeah. yeah. And everything like that. Yeah. And, you know, you can... You, it's just... A, it, it, a kid was kidnapped. That's not great. Right. But, you know, yeah. at, at least, at least like, he didn't, like, tie the kid up naked and, like, put him through, like, a, a roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> there's some stuff from Killing Joke that hasn't aged too well. And, like, I like certain scenes and, like, the the Joker and the Batman. But, like, you know, all the stuff with Batgirl I found, like, kind of distasteful now. A little bit, yeah. Because, I mean, the implication is that she was sexually assaulted. Yeah, no, that is, yeah. That's, the implication yeah. is that the Joker basically, the, the Joker is Yeah, I mean, you know, like, yeah, it's just... You know, it was just because Alan Moore wrote that, you know, he I don't think he really put him as much thought. And I think he regrets kind of writing that. So, yeah, because yeah. I, I think it's interesting because uh, when you take that into per, into like, you know, accountability and then you watch stuff like uh, like uh, the Red Hood. Yeah. Or anything like that. that you see Jason Todd like going like. How have you not murdered this guy? Yeah, great. Like, it's a it's a really hard to not agree with Jason Todd. Great going, animated like, movie, by the way. It's a great animated yeah, movie. Yeah, Under the Red Hood. Yeah, Under the Red Hood. But it's it's so interesting when like you're you're hearing what he what Joker has done to people. You know, people. Like, why have you not killed her? Like, like it's you a, killing this guy is a mercy on the world yeah. and everything else. But it's also a nice little like kind of thing of like, oh yeah, but Batman doesn't kill. This is yeah. this is my code. Batman's like James Comey, and he's James like, Comey. He's like John all Trump. Joker's like, Tom, Tom. Uh, you should get rid of this guy. Like, yeah, but that'd be against my mortality. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, James Comey, uh, I don't know about some of his policies. But, um, but yeah, I love this episode. I'm not really too much more I can say about it because I, I wanted to go to Appointment in Crime Alley, which Appointment in Crime Alley I felt was like the better of the two. Um, right, right, right. First, first appearance of Leslie Tompkins in the yes. animated show. Um, Rowan Daggett has appeared in previous episodes. Just refreshing my memory. Daggett is like the is Bruce, he is Bruce Wayne's foil. Yeah, he's, he's like the main antagonist of at least season one, I believe. Of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And like every single time Daggett seems to show up and yeah. kind of just like put I, and a monkey wrench in Bruce Yeah. Wayne's the fact that he's trying to like 
destroy Crime Alley. Like it's such that's such a capitalist like like uh like villain he's trying to like just like gender genderfy like it, it, it was also super big in the early in the early 2000s late 90s of just a real estate scheme yeah exactly <laughs> like land was it like lex luther and all that yeah like yeah i got a real estate scheme <laughs> yeah I, was, I had a question for brandon because I, I think you were a big roger rabbit fan right I am. if you notice one of the voices in this episode um so the one of the bombers right uh-huh. he's the voice of uh one of the weasels in Roger oh, Rabbit. Really? Yeah, it's the oh. guy who played Squiggy in oh. Laverne and Shorty. So that that bomber dude with the little glasses and talks like that. He's uh the that the head wow. weasel in Roger Rabbit. That's awesome. Because I'm like I know that voice and then I looked it up. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, because you liked Roger Rabbit. Right? I love Roger Rabbit. That's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like Roger? No, Rabbit? and th- there's a little bit of a Judge Doom in there where he's trying to get rid of. Yeah, like, kind of. Yeah, yeah I could, maybe this that's why they got that. Maybe actor. Right? Like, yeah, we yeah. gotta make this connect somehow. <laughs> So I just thought that was like a fun fact yeah. to pull up. But why do you guys think Brat- Batman reveres Crime Alley so much? Because if I was Batman, I'd be like, oh, fuck that place. I, yeah. I, I think what it is is it's kind of like uh, like Darth Vader making his home Mustafar. Mm. Like this thing of it solidifies my pain. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of why I do this. Yeah. He's afraid of bats, but he dresses up as one. Right, yeah. right. But it, it, it's also one of those things of every single time I go, I can rem- – when I go, I can feel. I feel like my parents are still here. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is the last place that I, I saw them alive. Yeah, it's almost like they're like they're um, it's like if uh, that was their um, like ce- like the cemetery for them almost, or like their tombstones. Oh, yeah, because yeah. 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 yeah, like in like Arkham City, like he visits the graves and like a bunch of, like Mask of Phantasm. He visit. No, well, I don't know. Well, Batman, Batman Beyond. Superman, he yeah, <laughs> he visits Crime Alley a lot to leave like roses and stuff. So I think it's almost like in his head this like. Because um, I think it, there's an episode of Batman Beyond where Terry follows. Yeah, Bruce. that and that's where he finds Ace is in Crime Alley. His dog in Batman Beyond. Yeah. Nice. So I think it's just like his own personal mythology. Mm-hmm. Him like leaving this place it's like a sacred sort of like yeah. pilgrimage i guess yeah like yeah. the first time i got in a car accident i visit that place all the time and yeah roses right there because <laughs> like you know i guess like talking about it batman's mental health like i think it's better than people make it out like he's not crazy but it's also not that great like he manages but like the fact that like he goes back to this place where it's like he had all this trauma is like that's kind of concerning right not necessarily because I mean even if you okay. go in, not not it like because it's not like he's avoiding it. If you're avoiding it, I feel like that's gonna, that's far worse and stuff like that. Like the fact that he's accepting like this is where pain happened and I can come here without like you know totally breaking down and stuff like that. I I and I'm just coming to memorialize my parents. I feel like that's a better, you know that that's healthier than avoiding the place altogether. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I'll, I'll concede to that point. Yeah, and then, but the 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 whole the idea that Daggett's trying to destroy it and everything like that—it's interesting because it's Crime Alley. There's a reason why it's called Crime. Right. Alley. Yeah. There's a reason why you know people. Does don't it go does it have that. like an actual like name? Like it's like oh, it's like off of uh, like uh, was it like um like uh you know like schuster way or something like it's I, an actual I, like street i have no idea yeah because I, I, I know that in uh brave and the bold mm. they they showed crime alley is that there. where it has a specter 
Uh, no, Brave oh. and the Bold, that's the episode where uh, he actually confronts... Uh, oh, Joe Chill. Oh, that has Joe Found Chill. Stranger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, a good episode. It's that's a really great episode. Whenever people, like, because I love Batman Brave and the Bold, when they try to dunk on it, oh, it's just for kids, like, I just showed them that episode, because that's such a... You've seen that one. Yeah. And it has, like, Mark Hamill as, like, um, one of the state... One of the characters. It has uh, Kevin Conroy as Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. Goes that's back. Dope. Yeah, I love yeah, when it, they do little stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. cool. I, I, I love that. I, I like I love whenever they put uh what was it, the Grey Ghost. Grey Ghost, yeah. And it's uh what was it? And it's uh Adam West. Yeah. Those little like nods, that. especially yeah, like in uh nods. going back to Batman the animated series, whenever they like have like Adam West or they've had like one or two other sort of nods and tip of the hats to other iterations of Batman, I believe. Yeah, I, I just really enjoy it. So yeah on them and when they have the 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 weasel from roger rabbit like oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! yeah. More, more, more. Um, but, but I, yeah. I, I but you can actually see like a huge contrast between the two like the fact that whenever you have a joker episode it feels like they the, they always feel like it has to go over the top yeah and everything like that whereas you when you have like a villain like daggett it's like okay we can be a little more grounded yeah be, uh, it's it's a lot more like uh, yeah like it's a lot more detective-y. It's a lot more like I'm trying to find dirt on Daggett. Right. I'm it's more to... noir. Yeah. It yeah. turns more into a noir than anything else. Whereas, like, when the Joker's involved, you're just kind of like, uh, well, welcome to the funhouse. Yeah. 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 Welcome to the carnival. Yeah. I guess these two episodes really contrast, like, the nature of the show, for sure. Brandon, did you have any any thoughts on your life? Uh, no, I really probably enjoyed this episode more. I actually watched it twice. Oh, okay. Did you really? Uh, I really? did, yeah, because I was watching it on Friday night, I think, and I was kind of falling asleep a little bit, but I was like, I gotta watch it again. And right, right, right. Yeah, I liked it even more. Because that old woman at the end, when he puts the roses down, does she know he's Bruce Wayne? She does, yeah. Oh, Leslie, okay. Leslie Tompkins, okay. along with Commissioner Gordon, She's, like, one of the first people to, like, comfort Batman okay. or Bruce after his parents died. Okay. So that, I think, like, she's probably kept in contact with it, contact she, with him, and she's, like, Alfred. She's always been, like, this medic. Yeah, okay. it's a medic. Like, so she's, it's, she, like, whenever, uh, like, whenever it's something so bad that Alfred can't fix, mm-hmm. gotcha. uh, you know, I can't simply bandage, because I, I don't know if inside of Batman the Animated Series, is he a, is he a military medic? Um... I don't I, I can't recall, so I, I would say he's probably not. He's I, just a butler, right? He's just a butler, and he probably has, like, acting experience. Yeah, because I know that in, like, well, in modern Batman, they, yeah. ju- they just say, oh, yeah, like, he was he was an army medic in, in like, in the war. Yeah. They never say which war. They just say he was an army right. medic in the war. Yeah, that's kind of, and that helps him be, like, help Batman out in the field. Yeah. But, yeah, well, Leslie also... Like pat, yeah, that's patches cool. him up, so they kind of refer to her. So that's kind of the gotcha. mythology of that. Yeah, character. Like if he gets stabbed, yeah, she's really internally or yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Like she's, she's done multiple like surgeries on him. And yeah, stuff like she's that. a great character. I like that. Yeah, well, that's why it was always really weird when she showed up inside of Gotham, mm-hmm. and oh. she was like dating Young. Commissioner Gordon, and you were well, yeah. like, "This is weird." In the comics, oh, she dates Alfred, so I'm, yeah, yeah I think that's better, right? I feel like it's a little weird because yeah. that makes sense. I feel like yeah, Commissioner Gordon. Gotham was a weird fucking show, man. Yeah, but like, yeah, maybe we'll do a rewatch of that. I seen the first. Episode. I don't. Yeah. I can't. I will not be on that episode. Maybe we'll talk about that. No, no, I, uh, was yeah. it, I, I going. I mean, for everything else, I mean, Gotham is terrible. Yes, terrible. Uh, but Batman the yes. animated series is great. Yeah, Batman the animated series is solid. Honestly, I, I totally under. I, I, I agree with you earlier when we were talking about it. Of, 
I can't believe this show was for kids and it lasted as long as it did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think yeah, yeah, that that really sums it up though. Cause yeah, Cause I'm on, excited to binge it all the way through now. So yeah. thank you guys. Oh, oh yeah, you're welcome. Honestly, yeah. Batman oh. the Animated Series is one of those is is this series where like you put it on and the episodes are so short that you can kind of burn through like five or six episodes without even realizing it. Yeah, and and like they're like nice little like like I I uh which are like um. Was it like so? The short, isolated stories for the most part. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, once you kind of like watch it, you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting. What, what's gonna happen in the next episode? And yeah, yeah so. they have good cliffhangers. So I guess yeah, that kind of wraps up that. Um, Brandon, how's the sketch going? Oh, it's it's good. Okay, uh, I'm adding a little more to it. So I like uh, your I like your cross hatching by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. But I was gonna say, uh, well, I guess we'll uh, you'll have to show the audience um, when you're finished. But yeah. quick reviews. Wrapping up the show, we're kind of uh, running out of time. But anything we were binging or reading that you guys want to talk about really quickly for any listeners out there? Yeah, because uh, he's still working on his drawing. Uh, I was I I I just binged again Loki. Okay. Uh, to kind of go through like uh, a good now now that it's over to kind of watch from the very beginning to the end and kind of like get like a nice little like okay what is this movie? what is this show really about yeah and stuff like that also there is like so much like now that you know what's at the end yeah there's so many clues there like, is yeah as you're watching it i mean i want to watch it again because there was some stuff that i noticed like like the mosaic of uh the mosaic that they have and that that like um i think in episode one where everyone was like oh it's mephisto but like yeah. i feel like that no. Are you thinking of other stuff? Okay. No, no, no. no. I, well, because like the other things that I'm thinking of is like uh, what was it like the uh, what was it like the little tiny like Easter eggs that were just in the background and everything else, but also just like the kind of like what everybody's going through, and also the musical choices as well. Okay. Like um, what was it like the idea that uh, like I love having Loki's like the, his sad chant like that sad music that Loki has when I, when he sees like both of his parents die. Yeah. Yeah, and then it, and then them going back to using it the minute that Sylvie mess screws him over, yeah, and sends him through it, and it's kind of like that thing of you know death has you know true like he, like this like like my relationship with her has just died yeah interesting like okay and, it, and it's and it's breaks his breaks his heart for yeah and it, it breaks yeah. his heart he's finally fallen in love he's finally opened up to somebody you, you know he loved himself but <laughs> the most <laughs> narcissistic thing in the I world I love that that, that was like the best part of the show the fact that like they gave Loki a love interest and it was himself it was himself that was like, real brilliant that, that is definitely how because Loki can't fall in love with anybody else but himself come on no. let's be honest here no. but uh, but I mean there's the the, those little tiny things that are inside of the show, like like those musical choices or stuff like that, like I love the idea that young Loki is what would have happened if Loki would have finished killing Thor when they were younger. Yeah, when he like was it that story he says in Ragnarok where he turned into a snake? Turned into oh, a snake. it's me! Oh. Yeah, he turned into a snake because I know because he, he knows I love snakes. And then when I went to go pick him up, he transformed back to him and he goes, "Ah, it's me!" And then he stabbed me. <laughs> there was a snake variant. I do uh, there was a frog variant. Yeah, there's a frog variant. And an alligator variant. Alligator variant. I love that alligator. Yeah. I love that alligator. That was so stupid, yeah. but I love it. That yeah, was it, it's, it's so weird. Uh, Richard E. Grant also did a really good job. Yeah, it's classic phenomenal. Loki. It's awesome. classic Loki. He did an amazing job. I, uh, I'm i a little disappointed that we're not going to get to see him in more. Right, movies. but what he did with that role in the time he's Yeah, yeah. Uh, multiple timelines going on. Yeah, that's oh, true. there you go. I mean, Richard E. Grant could come back and everything else, but... 
honestly, I do. There's a lot of different like stuff that you can really like get out of like watching Loki for a second time. Just like when you watched WandaVision, if you watch WandaVision for the second time. Yeah, yeah, you could. Of... I didn't watch WandaVision for a second time, but really, I, yeah, I gave I, I gave it a second watch. To okay, see, to see if like I still liked it. You still liked it. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. There you but, go. But but the thing is that like you know when you're watching something and because it always ha- it's like the Marvel effect. Yeah. When you watch something, that's everybody's favorite for right now. Yeah, for right now. And then you know the next thing comes out and you're like, oh well, that's my favorite now. Yeah. And everything else. And I wanted to see if like I I watched WandaVision. I enjoyed it. Do I still like it after you know Loki's come out now that Falcon and Winter Soldier's come out? You're like, is this still good? Yeah. And it still holds up. It's so still, okay, it's I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I was gonna say. Really quickly, one show I'm really enjoying, I probably mentioned this on the show, is Marvel's Modoc. That one's just so... How is that? That one's really fucking funny. No, no. He's putting his thumbs down. Uh, Get out of here. Down for the Get out of my house. Hold on. You, you, hold on. Okay, you <laughs> tell me... You talk about Modoc. Yeah, Modoc is... I believe it's... Uh, some of the similar crew from Robot Chicken. It it's a stop motion show. Pat Oswalt voices uh, Modok, who um, oddly enough, like there's been more Modok recently. He's in that bad Avengers game, which I mentioned. But it's a whole show about him, and it's just like if you were like a, like a B level superhero, how would that or super villain? Excuse me, super villain. How would be, that be like? What would it if like you had a family? And it's just the really mudvainness of like super villainy. And Pat Oswalt is just like really good as Loki, uh, or goddamn it, as Modok. Excuse me, as Modok. And don't remind me of a better show. Yeah, and you, and you know, Pat Oswalt as a variant of Loki. That'd be great. Would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but for but for Modok, like you could tell how much Patton knows about the comics, like how big a fan he is, how big. Uh, the other writers are because the references they're making to like the obscurest like Marvel characters deep cuts, deep cuts. Deep it's cuts. like Angar the Screamer it's like Armadillo um, you know it has like Hydra and AIM and just like um, really specific references to like what, comics what exactly is MODOK about though? MODOK's just um, so MODOK his uh, he he uh, is the CEO of AIM until like he makes bad decisions and they start going under so they have to sell their company to a investor who's basically like a big tech guy and then he changes everything and it makes everything corporate and like it's just a struggle of like modok of trying to get his company back basically is yeah it, so is it would you say that it's um marvel's version of harley quinn a little bit yeah a little bit without yeah. they're each they're without it being good yeah we heard what, what's good about it what, what don't you like about it uh, I was really pumped for it, and when I saw what's announced, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, like, oh, this is gonna be the shit. This is yeah. gonna be awesome. This is gonna be so rad. I'm so excited. I like Robot Chicken a lot. I love Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Uh, like everyone involved, uh, I like the idea of making him the butt of the joke because yeah. he is. Because yeah. Modok is a butt of the joke. Yeah, and you know, he'll never work in live action. This is the perfect way to do him. Right. And I, and all the funniest parts for me were in the trailers. And I, I, I don't wow. Know, I, the joke all right. And I, I tried I, 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 every episode except for the finale. And, uh, yeah. It just didn't hit with you? No, it's, it's, not, it's not hitting with me. The only episode I liked was the second one. 
I don't know what. I don't know. Oh, that was funny. It's like they're playing Chumbawamba. Yeah, no, no, no. Every like there be a few times where you I'm like, giggle. it's it's pretty funny. But All then right. It just it, it, it's what it is. Done. All right. Well, I mean, I, I will say I don't think it's for everyone, but no. I really enjoyed it. No. So, I, so ha. Uh, so ha. So ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, so ha. it's not for me. So ha. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Give the floor to Brandon, but yeah, I, I would recommend I would recommend Modoc yeah. for me. For you, yes. yeah. <laughs> so if you're Gina Bursa out there, enjoy the show. I <laughs> guess you're watching your own video. You'll be like, a, I will watch this there's show. There's dozens. Yeah, there's dozens of people that like the show, but oh, just different variants of you. Uh, <laughs> I love this show. Oh my god. Um. So Brandon, uh, any any uh, shows you watch? Loki was. Uh, I honestly haven't been watching that much TV. Loki is something I've been enjoying. I love that. Yeah. Monsters at Work. I'm enjoying too. Okay. But I. I mean, I also worked on the show, so that, there's that. How? Too. how uh, <laughs> without being biased, uh, yes. how is the show? Monsters at Work. Yes. Uh, it's delightful. I didn't. Oh yeah. Being clear, I didn't like. They would have been fine without me. Uh, I did not like. I was not involved with the creative thing at all. Oh, okay. So, like, there's that involved. All right. There's that. But like, I, I love the Monsters Inc. universe. So like, it's just, just delightful to be back and having Mike Wazowski there. That's always a delight. Right. Okay. The yeah. Fantastic character. Oh, I'll have to check it out because yeah. I, I, I have fun. I have Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You, you should. All right. How many episodes are out now? There's three so far. Okay. But they're doing the week to week thing. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I actually really like the fact that uh, Disney's doing that. Me too. I like the week to week. I do too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. You binge them all one it's, night and do one conversation. Yeah. One also, weekend. it's just there's so much stuff coming out. Like if it's spaced out, I have more time to watch it. Yeah. If it's like comes out all at once, like I'll finish maybe half of it the first weekend, yeah. and then I'll never get around to finishing it. Exactly. Like the Queen's Gambit. By the time I finished it, no one wanted to talk about no it. No one. Yeah. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, I, I watched that." Five weeks ago, like, yeah. Well, so, so okay. <laughs> we'll talk about monsters. I mean, yeah. The, the one thing that's uh, coming out that I haven't that's almost finished that three episodes left is uh, Bad Batch. Oh, okay. Yeah, we love Bad Batch, so yeah. we'll go to yeah, Bad Batch. Okay, you need to finish that show, man. I do, but I guess. Uh, Speaking of finishing, hmm? yeah, it, show it, it to it the camera. Uh, my little sketch. It's uh, Batman. The uh, recording episode of the Wall Press podcast. Hey. I don't think it looks that good. Yeah. On camera. Well, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll post it on Instagram. Okay. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Because it looks, it looks solid. It yeah, looks, it looks I mean, really solid. It looks my, nice. My other works better if you want to look at it better. Yeah, yeah, if anyone's yeah. listening, yeah, Brandon drew a Batman being actually, interviewed by the Waffle Press. I, I really enjoyed it. He he's being interviewed. I, I actually like think that, that's yeah. super impressive that you did that with pen. Yeah, dude. This looks <laughs> I, love, I love Brandon's art. If I, if I, if I would have done that in pen, I would have... Yeah. This one looked like uh, like a two year old drew it. I was like, oh. can I, I was gonna say, can I keep this? We should do a thing where it's like we draw a line and then draw something out of that. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be a fun activity. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Brandon, yeah, Brandon is a great artist. Um, Thank you. So yeah, please uh, check out work. But I guess that kind of wraps up the episode, and that leads into uh, Brandon. Where can people find you at to check out your art? Where can people find you on social media? You can find better versions of this <laughs> on, on Instagram at bswaps. And uh, you can also check me out on YouTube at B Murray Rules. And you can follow me on Twitter at B Swaps. Yeah. This is two B Swaps, one B Murray Rules. All right. Thank you for watching, guys. And thanks for having me. This cool. Was yeah, no. A delight. Yeah, no. And nice to 
see you guys. Yeah, thank you for being on our show. It's great to see you in person and just hang out. Yeah, great. Um, Nick, where can people find you at? You can find me on Instagram and, uh, which are, and Facebook, the Nick Valero. You can also my Twitter uh, handle as well. You can also find me on other podcasts as well, like Keeping Up With The Nerds, another podcast that we that I do with a couple other friends of ours. Uh, it's about kind of more or less the same stuff, but also we have different opinions, different ideas. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think, uh, yeah, I've listened to your show, and uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's really fun, and yeah, you guys should check it out if you enjoyed this. So cool. Um, you could find me on Twitter and Instagram. G9892. Um, the Waffle Press. You could follow on Twitter at The Waffle Press. On Instagram at The Waffle Press Podcast. We're on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube.